Welcome back to another episode of Hager's Coach Convos. I'm Coach Justin Hager, and I hope you enjoy this improvised conversation. Salutation, friends. This special episode, Todd has asked to interview me, find out a little bit more about my story. So if you're interested in that, then this may be the episode for you. Um, additionally, this episode preview segment is something that I want to incorporate um, into these episodes. Going forward, I think it's going to be a little bit more uh, useful to you, the listener. Additionally, I'd like to uh, have more of a descriptive title and episode description. Um, this is a, uh, a growth experience each and every time, and I hope that this is entertaining and well, I hope that it's a little bit more than entertaining. I hope that there's some sort of uh, additional value that is uh, potentially derived from this conversation. Oh, it's better for me too. I can hear yeah, better. the wire the wireless last time was was a little. I, I was hoping it wasn't going to come in in the recording, and then then I was like, oh, I should have said something to you last time. I was thinking it was just something on my side. So, oh wow, well, yeah, evolution, progress, That's uh, figured it. out now. Cool, man. Yeah, did you did you catch the did you catch the coaching episode this morning? I did. I did. Wow. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what stood out for you? Um. I think the thing that stood out the most for me was the two things, the um, different in style. It was uh, very interesting to, to mm. see the, to see this, the, the quote unquote same message delivered, but in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah. Different person, different. Yeah. 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 And I can really relate. Um, I struggle as Michael does with, not having quick recollection or precision in saying so-and-so said this mm -hmm. and I see an opportunity for me to work on that. I do that all the time. Yeah. I remember that guy that said the thing about the perseverance. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a, uh, that, that was nice for me to hear too. Right. It was just like more shared humanity thing. Like, Oh, okay. He's yeah. We don't have to be all like Brian as far as that, that quick recall um, that he's yeah. got there. It's very smooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. What about you? What it, how, how did you how did you enjoy the call? Um, I I'm excited to go back and like really like write down some of these some of these algorithms. Right, it is such it's such a perfect time um, in my life as I'm just like everything's switching up. Like I'm making a, a brand new schedule, sleep pattern changing, routine mm. changing, everything's changing. Beginning Monday, um, and so I'm like excellent opportunity to you know like pick some small habits in each of these domains. Um, and put them in there. So I got I got some ideas on I don't know just just better clarity. Thinking about um, when my morning routine was more optimal, like what was I doing? Because of course, like things kind of floated out of place, and it's a little bit different now than it was a few months ago. But it's um, so just kind of the the contrast has been has been helpful to see in that domain. That's awesome. So I'd like to get a little bit. You set it up pretty nicely there. Get a little bit 
deeper into what you know give give me the i don't not the elevators pitch but maybe the maybe the five minute introduction to justin hager because uh i i admit that i've tried not to go online and you know sleuth or anything and oh. <laughs> uh, so i wanted to really i did it i started to and yeah. then i said and i said no don't do that let's let's have a conversation so i don't i have i have no like uh, things that I saw that I wanted to ask you about, like I didn't read anything online about you. So I wanted to kind of get it right from you. And first thing, you know, thanks so much for taking some time again. I had such a great experience in our last conversation and it was, it was really good for me. That whole revelation of that soul goal, the whole conversation for the first you know, 26 minutes could have just been thrown in the trash. But that one little bit there, when I heard that on that walk, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> yes. And so that it was so powerful for me. So but I'd like to, you know, get to get some information about where you're at, where you've been. That picture you sent me blew my mind. I, I'd love to know a little bit more about where that was, it, you know, geographically and what time that was in your life. And uh, I didn't take a lot of notes, but I have a lot of stuff in my head. And again, I, I so appreciate that, that, that time you spent last time. So, but this time I'd really like to focus on you and, uh, and, and hear a little bit of, of more. So, you know, wherever you want to jump in, t tell me, tell me, uh, you know, what's going on what went on and, and uh, how you how you got to this to, to this moment right now? All right, this is this is good practice. You said five minutes, so I'm gonna get a timer going on that, and let's let's see what this is. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll just start. Uh, I guess like spitting stuff out, and then we can use it for springboard. You know, like wherever you want to go on that. Nice. Um, I guess I don't know um, where from. First thing that comes to mind is like high school. You know, that seems like a transformative period, right? Um, being in I went from like computer nerd like in a in a cisco networking program like in my in a vocational school so like i was set up to like make 60 grand a year like right out of high school if i cool. had just kind of kept on with that um when tried to go into college for computer science because i like i didn't really want to do networking i wanted to do um software engineering and that's that's what i started out with um somewhere along the line i kind of just something happened freaked out um, dropped out of, I've dropped out of like college, like three different times. Um, and I've like software engineering was one aim. And then I'm like, I went back for philosophy. Um, and just wondering what it is to have like a meaningful life and a good life. Cause you know, I, like I didn't want to get trapped into something and just be unhappy for 40 plus hours a week and drained all the time. That seemed, that seemed horrible and is what I was seeing all over the place. Um, and I started to go back for cognitive behavioral therapy. So I went into like, psychology for a little bit, um, but then dropped out again and was just thinking about, I don't know, kind of doing the, the own research and applying um, that. But uh, yeah, so this, this, is, this is version one for sure. Let it rip, let it suck, man. Um, spitting stuff out. The picture. The picture. All right. So the picture that Mr. Todd is referring to is of a uh, of a time when I was also into uh, the like. There is a weird blend between the Kundalini Yoga and then Sikhism, because in my mind, Sikhism yeah. is the um, it's uh, so religion, right? But I, I didn't get like it's it's a different type of religion. I viewed it as a um, 
of a lifestyle of the application of yoga. So there's a shared physical practice, right? There's the shared mental practices that we're all doing. And there's the, the community, um, you know, like the, the morning, the morning sadhana, which, you know, it's just another word for our AM protocol, you know, right. and it's just whatever gets you fired up a little bit of movement, you know, a little bit of inspiration, some spiritual, some, yeah, lighting the fire, right. Each and every morning, building that, lighting it, getting it going. And that's just, as one way, as one approach to doing it. Very intensive form of yoga. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so much. That, and I love that. I love, I'm like so, so active that having all these different things to think about simultaneously or to feel, right, such as um, your, your, the, your internal focus, you know, like where you're actually physically focused, the point, then the mental pose that you might be ho holding, the mm -hmm. breath pattern that you're doing, the, the mantra, that you're going through and all of this just, you know, in this state of kind of like acceptance and mindfulness and holding it for like 11 minutes, 31 minutes, 62 minutes. Right. Um, yeah. So that, I don't know, I got a lot of value out of that, but that was a shift from that non-active kind of computer nerd side. And then there was this discovery of yoga and Buddhism and hacky sacks also a really big part of my life. And that's, it's huge, man. Um, and all blended together. But, yeah. I really, I really, I really want to, I really want to jump in there, but you're on a roll. But one thing I do want to ask, what, what's the time frame on that? What, what year was that? Oh, Jesus. Um, let's see, I got out of high school in 2006 and let's see, that was 17 years old, 18, 19, 21. So I was, I was like 21, 22, so 26, 27, 28, 29. What the heck am I counting? Uh, like 2010, you know, okay. um, around there is when I got into it. Yeah. Was the community there in your hometown or? I had a drive. So I was in Johnson City, Tennessee, a little town mm -hmm. in East Tennessee. Um, it was a college town. We had that. It's a population of 60,000. But for, I, I would drive to Asheville, North Carolina or to, um, Knoxville, Tennessee. Asheville is sweet. It's this cool, hippie, artistic, meditative town. I mean, it's like the, a, a tiny version of Portland on the East Coast in the mountains where there'd be people riding tall bikes. There, there was a, um, like a juggling circus community there. Um, that's where the craft beer stores were. Um, that's, you know, like, that's where there was like a Zen monastery. It was the only vegetarian fast food restaurant I had ever seen was mm. in that town um, just to kind of kind of tell the feel of it but yeah so I, I had to drive like uh, like two hours one direction or another to find that at least initially until um, kind of connected with some people in my town that had started a, a nonprofit community um, yoga group right so just offering community donation-based classes to the community and asked me if I would be interested in teaching. Um, and I'm like, that sounds scary, but okay, right? So that's, uh, that's five minutes and 48 seconds. So we, you gotta give me, you gotta, like, we gotta go back. This is too much talking about me, it's intense. No, no, that was, that was, that was really helpful because I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite tell 
I think one of the things that all of us experienced when when we get in the in the in the turban world is that everyone starts to glow. And I met many people who were in their late 40s and early 50s that could probably walk in and pass themselves off as 32. Mm, mm. <laughs> and so you you just you you even in that photo you had that 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 radiance that that I had seen many times. And I didn't know how old you were, and so I wasn't, you know, gonna, I wasn't gonna make a guess there. But that's amazing. So you were, you were in in Tennessee, and who was leading? Was was there a full sangat there, or was there it just was, a small group? Um, there was so there was a, a small group in in North in Nashville, North Carolina. Well, yeah, there's a small group in Nashville, North Carolina, um, and I guess yeah, there was like the little little sangat because they had. Um, remember that there was a few special events, little like community events i mean you could you could fit everyone in like a tiny little bar right mm -hmm. like a little little room um and then in in tennessee it was i think somebody made their house into you know like a not like an ashram but you know there's the the spiritual room and the, i mean they had the 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 they had the full book they had the the setup right um Pictures of all the gurus on the wall, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty neat. And I unfortunately don't recall many of the names. I mean, I could see some, I could see some faces. Um, what was your spiritual name? So, and Conwell uh, Deep Singh was uh, one from Kundalini Yoga, and I was I also had a blending of traditions when I got into Integral Yoga, and I got a spiritual name from there. Um, so that was like my middle spiritual name, Ashalan the the conwall <laughs> right so i think ashalon was um it was like mountain and my my girlfriend at the time would you know give would uh, playfully and just be like well that's because you're very stubborn you know it was kind of like reading in <laughs> well like yeah because i kind of like demanded that i wanted one of the names you're like you already have one from another tradition i'm like yeah but like i'm i'm like a hybrid a hybrid of these traditions you know so uh yeah the, the conwall deep thing was um uh, you know, the Conwell Deep Light of the Lotus Flower. So it was like um, grounded in just both directions, right? Kind of, um, for, for me, it seems like of, that was, that's the target of maintaining that balance between the mundane and then getting swept away and just very abstract, philosophical, like, I have a, like kind of going into like over planning or over meta on things versus, you know, just being in the ground working. So that was kind of a reminder to me to seek balance, right? The middle way mm -hmm. between the chaos and order, or the abstract, and then the actually just grinding. I don't know, because I have a tendency of going into extremes as well, as far okay. as, um, I don't know, because I, I started out like metalhead, uh, goth, um, ex like very proselytizing atheist, um, very like materialistic um, in this or in the sense of objective reality is the only reality very into the empirical you know if it can't be measured it doesn't exist and you're just kind of wonky right so yeah. yeah very that was the logical part of me that was kind of just out of control you know um, and so I went from from that this, this like realm of you know like drinking and smoking and partying and you know mohawks and then to wearing like all white and listening to only beautiful music and like uplifting and you know just like being raw vegan organic for a time which was the skinniest time I, I was ever at but like uh, 
I think I got a lot of mental strength cultivated with that particular practice. Did you wear the Bana when you were out and about? Um, most of the time, like the, okay. the, the wearing the, the full white. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you wore, you, wore your, you wore a turban when you were out and about in your, in your town? Yeah, going to get like groceries, right? Oh, okay. So I, right yeah, I was definitely like wild, yeah. man, out there. I was surprised anybody like still talked to me. Well, um, <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about that. Tell me about what that felt like to be in, especially you were in a, I'm assuming you were in, still in a small town in Tennessee when that was happening. Yeah, small-ish. So there's a college yeah. and a hospital, but yeah, right. 60, compared to like Portland, Oregon, or something. right. You weren't. You weren't. You know, no one would have noticed you in New York, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> how, how, did, how did that? How did that feel? What What was that experience for you? Yeah, it was actually um, way more pleasant and accepting than I had anticipated. I thought the challenge was going to be incredibly hard um, to do that, but I found like a pretty supportive community, I guess, while doing it. I what I like, never had any sort of hassling. While I was out and about, I had more hassling from just road cycling and regular road cycling gear from guys in trucks than I did wearing the all white. You know, there's, there's this, I think it's also the thing about going to extreme, right? If, if you're, you get to a certain point and then you're just ignored, you know? So that was like, okay. Or you're not even just ignored or you're just not perceived, right? There's that, you know, that the grill in the middle. So if people aren't expecting something, you know, there's like how visible was I? Um, but I think that point in my life, it was that I was just like teaching yoga and you know, like working on my gardening skills and cycling around. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you ever meet Yogi Bhajan or was he already, was he already gone by the time that you were in the Dharma? I'm trying to, I'm trying to put the numbers, the dates together and I'm not doing very well. Yeah, he was already gone, but it was, okay. it seemed like it was recent because a lot of the people that I met had, mm -hmm. had met him, right? Like it felt like it was really recent, like maybe it happened in 2009, I think. And then I kind of got into it in 2011. Okay. So pretty close, um, approximate timeline. But Did you so ever go to Solstice? Yeah, once down in Florida. Oh, okay, so you yeah. went to winter solstice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I took a plane ride down there. Loved it. That was awesome. There was a, what was it? One of my favorite um, musicians was there um, from the from the, like the Kundalini Yoga. Uh, I was like, dang it! I was gonna say he had a big beard <laughs> and, a, and a turban. His last name was Kalsa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, was a, it was a blue beard. Um, and I remember, well, not blue beard, blue turban. Um, yeah. Was, yeah. So I just remember he was always wearing wearing the blue, but that that color signifies like something. Um, I, I associate that with like more of like the warrior or the enunciate or something. I don't remember quite well. Yeah. Um, man, I wish I could remember. I just I just remember I would like it was because it was um, a fast pace. Felt like like a tribal like jams um, that he was doing, and he was a you know, like it was a it was a male that felt more upbeat masculine and tribal than a lot of the the male singers in the, the spiritual community so it was stuff that i like to do some like high intensity yoga flows too right and yeah. so i got to hang out with them and he played and you know we got to just got to like move around so like that that was cool um are you a musician i've tried uh i think that i'm more on the uh the dancer movement side of things than in the, the music side. I think the, the closest thing to anything that ever stuck was a didgeridoo. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I've tried 
electrical guitar, tried to play like speed metal, got really disappointed when I couldn't accomplish my favorite death metal cover in two months. So kind of gave that up, right? <laughs> Expectations, unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So, so, so jump all the way to, I'm going to guess and say February of this year, maybe it was even January. Yeah, but probably not before that. And you had an opportunity to enroll in the Optimized Coach program. What was your spark and what was your what was your process in you know dropping down the money and signing up? I was waiting. I was waiting for it to happen. I was looking for it to happen. I was asking for it to happen. Um the the Optimize Coach program, like there was like maybe like three or four years ago, I got really fed up with being, with not having my shit together, right? Not having my shit together. Just like, what, you know, like, what am I doing? I'm still dropping out. I still don't know where I'm going in life. Right. And just tired of, of floating and just, there are things that I know I could be better at. So I was like, man, I have all the knowledge and just the, that one recognition, right. Of like, Hey, we can just ask about this. So, just Googled in like how to optimize my life. Right. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I found that. Um, and the first, uh, yes, I watched a few videos and, um, the, the habits 101 was game changer. It was exactly what I was looking for. It was a systematic approach. It was a scientific process. Um, I had, you know, been bring your mic up just a bit. You're, you got soft all of a sudden. Cool. No, you're fine. Or you've been fine up to then something happened. Sorry to interrupt you. I just yeah. want to make sure we can hear you. I love it, man. Thank you. You're on it. Great host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. Yeah. Fell in love with the optimized program is exactly what I was looking for and right in alignment with everything. The application worked well. So I applied that had a lot of, it's a huge spark in my life that and the Jordan Peterson philosophy came coming in together. Um, and yeah, so I was already wanting to, Oh yeah, that's what it was. This helped me discover that I wanted to be a wellness coach it, and I didn't even know about what wellness coaching was before this. It was just always trying to improve my interpersonal skills because I didn't have um, any like good ones for until I was like 23. So, and that's because I've been trying to develop them. So I came across motivational interviewing, fell in love with that stuff. And then through the study of motivational interviewing, found out that it was applied in wellness coaching, which was the application of psychology and philosophy. And it's, it's what we're doing, but just under a different term, um, basically. So I forget where I was going with that, but the combination, the optimized coaching and that, oh yeah, you're like, how did I get into this? Mm -hmm. So, um, in December, um, December was a, a very dark time as far as, I mean, very dark time of year and very dark mentally and, um, coming on the, the come out of that, I was a lot more determined to make my life like the way that I want it to be, right? You know, you, 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 you dip down, you draw the bow back so that you can like shoot and propel yourself forward. And at that time I was like, well, I 
Like it would be great to be an optimized coach. I wonder if um, they are doing that yet. And so this is on December 31st. And so I log, you know, I do a Google search for the optimized coach program. I find it, it's open. I am stoked. I'm excited, right? You know, I was just going, you know, like when you're, when you're in a dark place, it's, um, I don't know, you're, you're, you're more grounded you're in the ground. So you're like, you're very connected to the ground. So it's just, things are very meaningful at that time. Right. And it was, again, I wanted to optimize my life. I wanted to be an optimized coach. I find it and I register for it right away. Like no questions to ask. Like I was just, you know, I was really close to, I was, I was deeply um, in tune with Memento Mori at this time. Yeah. So, um, and so I, I had that, that motivation, that spark, and I'm like, this is what I want to do. So I registered, um, and I didn't get a confirmation email or any email. And I'm like, crap, did I do it wrong? Because there's only like, they're only accepting 300 people. Clearly this opportunity is going to be filled up in an instant, right? Like I want to make sure I'm in this thing. Right. Um, so I, I send off to my team an email. I get an email back from Michael and he's just like, you were actually the first one to officially register before it was even officially open. <laughs> you are, you are, you are number zero, zero, zero one of the 1000. Okay. Dude, so, you know, and I, I just, you know, I like to look for meaning in things and that seemed like a, an, an incredibly synchronistic event and time in my life. So that just like adds to my, um, desire and attachment to this program. But, um, yeah, that's, that's how I got into it. And I'm like, this, this is it. And this year has been the most densely packed, transformative, wild friggin' year that I can remember, um, outside of, yeah, I mean, really just, let's just leave it at that. You know, in the, in the past five years or so, this is, this is huge. That's awesome. Good for you. I, I, I just, uh, I I love how that synchronicity came together for you, and I could just see it in your eyes that you were you were waiting. It did, it didn't you didn't you didn't get you didn't get drugged into this. You 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 were you were standing there at the train station the day before the train was supposed to arrive. I love it, that. Yeah, poised. I was ready to jump onto that thing. I'm yeah. like, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. So I'm not going to go full Michael Gelb on you, but I'd love to hear who are your three heroes. Um. Well, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, um, and then Sam Harris comes to mind. But I'm not. Whoa, sure. whoa, yeah. Whoa. Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. keep going. Oh, I don't know what you know about Joe Rogan, man. Um, he's he's the he's the he's an icon of being authentic and of uh, being authentic and disciplined and excelling in multiple domains and excelling because of his authenticity. He Did is, he finally admit that we landed on the moon? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, okay. So you're you're oh, so that's how you know him as from the. Conspiracy. Oh, I know him from all kinds of stuff. It's just that that one. Just the other two, I, I was like, whoa. And then yeah, that was the wild card. So no, I don't want to. I don't want to bash on Joe. I, I have a love hate relationship with Joe. The whole thing. Anyway, this isn't about me. But I just that that one came out of left field. So, so oh. tell me, more. tell me more. Oh, they're they're all very connected to me. I mean, and then the the term intellectual dark web has come up to to describe this sort of uh, connection amongst these um, seemingly disparate, but common like free thinkers, suppose, or at least people that are just willing to be authentic in the face of, um, in the, in the face of uh, wild society right now. So yeah. 
Um, I really, I don't know, really appreciate that. Uh, Joe, I kind of got, it was his conversations. I love long form conversations and just the authenticity of them and just having interesting talks. And I wasn't having enough of that in my actual life and listening to him was incredibly inspiring and the way that they would talk. And I was just learning vicariously and it was uplifting experience. And, um, also hearing about his creative process and the creative process of other comedians and, um, or just people that are successful. Like there for a time I was in a Tim Ferriss too. Same thing, you know, like what, what's the common thing amongst people that are really successful and what can we learn from that? One of the things that stood out to me with that was whenever you start like a new, um, a new career, let's say, or a new craft. In my case, it was personal training. There's like, you're going to, you're going to feel like a fraud for like five years, you know, or if you just start out teaching uh, and being a professor first five years, when you're looked to as an expert, you're probably going to feel like a fraud because you just know how much you don't know. And you're not, you don't see your own skill set clearly. Um, so um, that, that was helpful for me that to see that going into it because uh, when I started out as a trainer, um, it's like, do Am, am I really at the level I need to be in order to provide a, like a quality service to these people? Um, so that was something that stood out to me from, from Joe. I'm going to take something and, and just put it off to the side. So I don't forget Steve Chandler. Okay. okay. Just, just, there we go. And then toss it out. I don't know if you know, Steve, don't know if you read anything of his, of his, Brian has some, some plus ones, but yeah, that, yeah. that, that coming into the to a place where Steve was saying, how is it that I can sit there and tell people that I am a coach and I can help you because of all the things and he, his sharing of his story was brilliant for me. I, I can, I can definitely relate to that feeling that I've spent so much of my life saying I'm a fraud. And so that mm. courageous way of just this kind of dumpy middle-aged beautiful man that shows up and so anyway i just didn't want to forget about steve but yeah and then um sam harris that's i mean yeah totally i'm an amazing human what what, what drew you to, to his work i got into him when i was in high school um through uh what was it there's a, a letter to the christian nation and the end of faith right mm -hmm. those two i am living in the bible belt Right. And um, I'm very logically oriented. And my favorite section in Books a Million, across from the Bible section, which is quite literally half the store, is a, it's a tiny little nook. And it's the science section and atheist, atheistic philosophy. So that's where I got into like Richard Dawkins um, and then Sam Harris's work. I like his, his, his speech, I like the way that he talks. Um, how thought out that he is um, and his ability to to stay calm and collected. I mean, he's also got the background in, ah, yeah, that was a nice reminder to breathe there. I heard you breathing. That feels better. Good call, mm. man. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, intellect, uh, conversational expertise, um, ability to make a logical argument and have a dialogue in real time against very challenging um, uh, uh, competing ideas or 
Um, you know, there's a better word for that, but I like the way that he talks basically in the most simplest. Um, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. On the program, especially over the last few weeks, I've noticed a shift, not just within myself. And I think you've already articulated that you've had a lot of things that have coalesced in, in, a, in a relatively short amount of time. I've also seen it in the program as a, as a whole and also in the people that I'm connected to both mm. on the Oasis. I'm very fortunate that I'm starting to have text conversations, phone conversations, personal conversations, you know, uh, with some of the people that want to be coaches or want to master this. And I'm wondering if you've experienced that too and, and what that, what that has has, if anything, done for you in the fact that I feel like the program in my, in my uh, observation has shifted a little bit. And I'm wondering if that was what you were alluding to earlier or if I'm just making all that up. Well, as far as um, a, a meta observation on the, like the program as a whole, that has not been within my perception, right? I've been very much in my own bubble of next step, next step, next step hold on and then you know like control the rudder like as much as you can um just trying to, to keep things targeted so for for the the personal individualistic experience i can certainly say that these past things like just two weeks have been very intense and condensed and things um like people i haven't talked to in like years are kind of just like popping up you know like these very like old relationships um this this guy I, I used to live with a few years ago who's like a wandering buddhist monk who just works at random resorts around the world he's just i'm standing on the side of the road and then he just like drives by with like a skrillex haircut and just shouts my name and keeps going like what the heck is that uh, uh, wow yeah yeah just some some old relationships kind of popping back up in a very good, like um, soul satisfying way. Um, new, exciting relationships starting, um, like just wow, out of my mind, I couldn't expect how awesome this relationship is, kind of just started. Um, and you meet a, a, a personal relationship with, with an, another uh, someone that's there in your town or um, yeah yeah personal okay. relationship um so uh, refrain from adding more labels to that but like an intimate personal relationship starting up and finding, gotcha you know this new community with um this like new community with dance and acro yoga and the acrobatics and the circus arts right it's like oh these are my people right like this is so soul fulfilling um like i've been i've been I've been training for like parkour and ju just do like cool bodyweight movements for, for years. That's, that's what I train for. I want to do cool things. Right. And I'm finding out that I'm finally strong enough to do like cool things in the air. So that's, that's just a uh, opening new worlds to me. And not only that, but I have the potential to perform um, with dedicated training to do, to do a aerial acrobatic dance routine like combining all of my interests right now 
I'm waiting wine. for my I'm waiting for my invite my invite. Dude, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that. Okay, very cool. Oh. I, and I think I also know that this group of guys that's here that uh, I work out with sometimes, and they also have a unicycle club I, I think i think that might be yeah i think i might have to do that i mean granted you realize i'm twice your age and so there's a few physical limitations that i'm feeling that that you know that my jealous my envy is a little is a little spark but that is awesome i'd love to see some of that so when, when you can share some video or something that would be super okay yeah so lower lower your expectations right now because i don't know it's also no. i'm not sure you know i don't know how to how to talk about like where I am because I'm always comparing myself to where I want to be. Right. So okay. I don't, I, I guess I'm not aware of where I am in a movement hierarchy. I know I'm not a rank beginner. I'm not sure if I should call myself intermediate or not, but I've, you know, I'm hesitant about saying that I'm advanced, but it's all like, you know, it's in physics relative to what? So I don't know, but um, I love it. I'm going to keep going. And that's, that's my ambition. Dude, you're a, you're you're a badass. And, and I don't even I don't even need to see a video to, to know that. You know, no, I just yeah, just um keep yeah keep 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 uh keep on rocking on that. I'd I'd love to I'd love to to see you you know do do whatever that means to you. But I think that that's awesome. I I feel like that um that's something that has been such a fascinating part of this program. And I, I love that that's part of it. And so I'm inspired by that. And yeah, keep, keep on, keep on pushing at that. Don't, yeah, claim, claim that mastery and, and rock that shit. Dude, you know? I, every, every weekend, man, like it's, it's what I trained for, right? Every weekend I do the, do the aerials. Um, I got, that was part of the condition for me getting a new job was I, it's, I wanted to get something else that was like in the a professional job that paid well so that I can keep training you know nice. it's, it's nice to things are simplifying right you're talking about a shifting it's kind of like um in in the tarot the tower card there are things that are exploding and breaking off um things that i've been kind of like attached to like um so it's that that kind of like sub personality things like the the personal trainer portion of me is the personal trainer as a professional is breaking off and my new position is I'm pretty much a coach. I'm a paid coach. I'm more in the sales realm of things. And um, I'll be doing professional coaching of some, some other personal trainers that I'll be working with, managing, and then doing coaching of clients and helping them make their plans for their, their health and their fitness goals, right? So the I'm not going to be doing those individual sessions anymore, but that's that's what I'm moving towards anyway. I just didn't, I was like, I didn't know I wasn't ready. So I was, I love working with clients and playing with movements and showing them that they're capable of more than what they thought that they were and like blowing their mind. People never thought they could do any type of a cartwheel or a handstand. And it's just like, no, I can find a progression for you. You know what, you know, always connecting it with like a gymnastic move, like what you're doing right now, like in three steps, you're like in the backflip progression reigns, you know? I was just about to say, when I see you in person, I want you to show me how, not show me, I want you to teach me how to do a cartwheel. I, Justin, I stand at the coffee machine here. We've got the Keurig at the office and I literally imagine myself doing a standing backflip almost every day. I tell people that story and they laugh at me, but I said, you know, I've never, as a kid, 
just could not pull it off. I was the, the guy in the basketball court. I was taller than everybody, so I never jumped. And this is one of the things. So that's awesome. So yeah, so your, your, your task is to, uh, before I'm 60 years old, I want you to teach me how to do a cartwheel. So oh, oh I love it, man. I, yeah, you kept, you kept it easy. That, that is no problem. I can do that. For sure, man. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, that's, I'm, looking, that's, I'm, really, I'm looking forward to that. That would be so cool. Favorite. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I love playing with movements with people. My favorite thing. So that's, that's kind of awesome. transitioning from being a professional activity, at least right now. But I think it's transitioning from being professional um, to recreational. Though I that is a goal for me. It's a do paid performance, right? So. Yeah going to be working towards that but the the main service is coaching um yeah there's some amazing groups here in austin that i have seen and i just was thinking about seeing you like i was uh, i used to work downtown and it was a group that did a uh a, they literally did their project on the building next door and they were you know in the 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 the, the fabric and there were the wires and you know so all day many days for a while we watched them until we got to see their performance with the lights and everything and it was amazing and so so that's that's super cool i just could see you you know doing that or the other ones that we went to that was you know all up inside these tubes with the rings and i'm like oh my god and they're all just they're all just just so ripped and i'm like oh man that's awesome oh yeah yeah, that was very cool so i uh i could i definitely can appreciate that stuff all day long i've always loved the the dance and the people that not not necessarily they ailey or you know that stuff but the we saw one with the big by uh the the oscillating almost like a block and they were just jumping over and jumping through it and i was like oh this you know when somebody said let's go to a dance show i'm thinking i'm gonna see (laughs) a ballet or whatever anyway no i totally admitted that i would love i would love to you know send me some links and stuff you like because i always love to watch that i'm fascinated by it and i just i totally dig that yeah in fact kelsey and i've been talking about trying to find some of this stuff here again because kind of comes in waves here we've got a great place to go see there's several big venues and there's always shows through the through this one of the centers here so yeah i totally that's awesome excellent yeah i love it i'm got fired up just hearing you, you talking about that stuff man it's so like i'm just so attracted to um physical displays of beauty and strength and skill and Oh my, like my childhood heroes were Jackie Chan, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Winnie the Pooh as well. Those are like, yeah, those, that three. I think that's a pretty good, yeah, that sums up my personality pretty good, right? <laughs> I, get, I gave up early, but I remember when I was in uh, um, the seventh grade and my parents uh, had, we had a house that had those cinder, not cinder blocks, but the blocks like to make a little barrier between the house and the in the yard and the smallest guy was a one of my friends he was tiny from the philippines and there was the other guy and so they would we would spend all this time with me on the bottom because i'm big and so Dwayne would get up on the very top and then the other one would get on my shoulders and we'd see you know if we could get five steps you know like how many steps could we get and then he would like try to jump into the tree and uh yeah, that I, I after that though, I just I realized that I always had to be like the bottom guy in the pyramid because I, I just never felt like I had that that grace. But then again, I think it was a lot of times because I was told I wasn't graceful. And that's unfortunate. But you know, I'm glad that no one ever told you you weren't graceful because that probably, you know, helped you sound very you sound like you were very supported in that, that there wasn't anybody that said, you know, stop jumping off the house. 
<laughs> well, my mom did not like me jumping off the porch. So, but uh, yeah, uh, I was just like, I know how to roll. It's okay. Yeah, my grandma always called me muscle man when I was growing up. And I was like always encouraged to like push my limits. I was just like always trying to help people like carry in the groceries and I'm so I, like give me as many bags as I can, you know, as I could take, right. Just load me down and just, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Oh, grind it into the house. Right. Yeah. So that's, that, that stuck with me. The trying to make something as challenging as you can bear it. Um, mm-hmm. and just seek to do that all the time. I've just recently recognized that I could benefit from training the other end of the spectrum of trying to make things simpler because uh, that making things more challenging all the time, I really do it in like so many different domains, whether it's like physical um, capacities or like work that getting crushed by a high bar is what it turned into. So I've been practicing that floor goal. That's been transformative. The multi-tiered goal of what you're aiming for, what is the minimum and then what's an optimal. So that's of having that range. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like when, you know, you're doing some archery or something, you have a big target. You don't like give yourself crap for not getting the bullseye. So, you know, if it's, if it's within the range, it's cool. That's a really helpful practice. I'm guessing when you were a militant atheist, you might have gone the same way I do. Sin is an archery term. It just means to miss the mark. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, right. And then look, looking at it, um, looking at it through the level of analysis of, you know, like of, of a historical or a factual lens, right? And not having the, the education that the, the scientific objective way of thinking didn't exist, you know, even just a few hundred years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So before that, it was a different way of perceiving the world. And that's something that I got from listening to Alan Watts discuss um, Hinduism and Zen, right? And the, um, like, everything is just like, oh, yeah, the world is drama, right? So then that's from looking at the world as a play. That's, 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 yeah, that's still, that's still fundamental in how I view things. I love Watts. He's one of my heroes. He's yeah. just so amazing. Oh. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't heard his name come up. Um, I hear lots of names. Lots of my heroes in Brian have come out of Brian's mouth, but that's one I haven't heard. In fact, that's so funny you brought him up because that was going to be one of my questions today. And, you know, I knew he wasn't going to be presenting. The, when I found out he wasn't going to be uh, the, hosting the call today, I said, oh, I'll, I'll hang on to that one. But, yeah, Watts has been very strong, very strong voice in, in my, in my uh, experience. He's so playful. Is 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 play with words, and it's he's so good. What he he considered himself a spiritual entertainer. Um, yeah, yeah. So this this guy with uh, he was what well, he had a he was I think the degree in theology, right? He was like a some type of minister at one point before studying the Eastern religions. I think that's how he got into it. Um, yeah, it was just it's seeing looking him up on YouTube and seeing some of those old black and white lectures that he's done on Zen. They're still, I still love those things. It's, Two. oh, and the black and white just adds to it. And he's got this uh, military haircut to him. 
right? This like button down shirt is tucked in his early years. So it oh, yeah. looks like this and then, guy. Then later on, it's the big mane. Yeah, yeah. And this, this beautiful beard and this pipe yeah. and he's on his houseboat. So like seeing that transformation. Um, but yeah, just hearing this, this guy that, that looks like he's straight up from the army um, talking about these very, I don't know, just like inner peace and the Tao. And that was, it was really cool. I still, I still get a kick out of it. As my, as my great grandmother would say, it tickles me pink. So. Nice. <laughs> I love that phrase. Let's bring it back. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. So I think one of the things that has been part of the discussion from the group that I've kind of, there's a hodgepodge of characters that have come out of the woodwork is that uh what do you see happening next year what, what's 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 going to go on with justin in 2020 what, what are you what are you looking forward to how do you want to take this experience that you're going to walk away with you know we're going to jump over the fire in the spartan race and you know have a have a thing and then um the holidays are going to roll in and from what you said earlier, maybe you and I have similar experiences used to hate the holidays. And then, you know, January one is going to roll around. What, what do you, what do you think 2020 is going to be all about after this experience of, of 10 months in the optimized coach? Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked about that because uh, I'm, I'm getting this pretty much paid business training, this next position I'm getting. So like all this, this training up, you know, through the end of the year, I feel excellent about being set up and positioned well online to, to do the for virtual coaching as as a profession so that's one thing um, and just excited about advancing in in the aerials um, I should be through at least because um, there's kind of like a it's like a belt system um, so I should be at least through the first two rungs of that belt and into a third one by there I'll be finishing up college. So I'm just doing it online now. It's great. And I'm finally left my employment um, on campus. I've been the pr um, program training coordinator for the campus recreation center. I am done with being on college, man. Like I want to be in that professional realm. I've been in college too long. So, <laughs> um, so being free and liberated from that um, of just advancing in, in the acro yoga and um, being more, just I'm excited about the skill sets um, and and performance attributes um, career-wise I'm excited for having the the online business going and um, a bunch of my friends we're, we're all in the same sort of place where we're defining ourselves in our business and where we're at so I'm just excited where, where that goes um, relationship wise I'm excited to see where I'm at in a relationship because like everything in my life is upward spiraling um my you know so it's just of being that professional and of being it's just it feels like the last threads of it's like there were still a few lingering threads of like childhood boyhood type things you know things where it's like i'm not fully an adult, right? Like I'm not fully autonomous, right? There's just like a few of these like connector things that just, they're just being finished off. They're being cauterized and that feels great. And just like stepping into my own, um, but this having conversations with people is new to me. It used to freak me out just to, to talk to strangers. 
man. So, um, but now, like, I, I'm so excited. It's like I get, I found out I'm more of an extrovert than I allowed myself to be. Um, you, you thought you weren't an extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So uh, I, you know, I mean, obviously my perception is just what's in my mind, but that, that, that's interesting to me because um, I, I don't, I don't experience you that way at all. I experience your energy is very much, you know, uh, effervescent and, and coming out versus please, you know, keep, you know, don't let anybody, but yeah, that's, that's super cool. It's been a practice. It's been a practice of um, letting myself, because I just was used to closing myself off because I don't know when I think, I don't know, I grew up. It's, I, I used to wonder if I was gay because I was so expressive and just like wiggly, right. And type of thing. and really like to, to move around. So I did not like being picked on and getting into fights for that. So I think I kind of just walled mm. off there. Um, and but like when I'm when I'm at my best and I'm feeling really good and comfortable, I'm very expressive. But I just just thought that I was like introverted because that's how I saw myself behave, that I was really scared and timid to interact with other people. It's like all these things are wrong with me. And right. And you can see that so clearly. But um, it's it's been a practice of being visible and just like, OK, I can I can be flawed and authentic and finding finding that i get each little step that i take in that direction i feel stronger for it right and just i feel better i feel even even if knowing that there can be pain from it but going into like the yoga tradition accepting pain for spiritual purification that's a tapas that i don't know how it's actually pronounced but t-a-p-a-s i'll write that down sometime it's um you know we've we use similar concepts in the, the optimized coaching, but that's been, it's been huge. And just, I'm continuing to practice that and finding that I'm more and more able to be myself um, in new situations and of be like, yeah, I, I am extroverted, you know, like I want to talk with people. I want to perform like, you know, I get, I get fired up by having conversations and it's like, oh, that's a sign of an extrovert. I've also taken like psychological um, personality exams based on the big five and I got extroverted. I, I did that like three years and was like, I'm not sure about this. You know, is this right? So, <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, you're a, you're a conversational ninja. <sighs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I can fall and I can roll, and I can pop back up, you know, you and then kind of, oh yeah, land, just stick That's it, it. <laughs> keep going. That's <laughs> it. That's awesome. Um, well, I think we've come almost to the top of the hour, and unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, I have a, a team dinner that uh, we're going to go downtown here in Austin as a team from work and have some food and uh, celebrate a product launch from last week that uh, took a lot out of all of us, but I'm glad that we're all still standing, and I really, man, I, 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 I just totally I totally dig and, and, and appreciate the, the opportunity to talk to you because uh, the experience from last week, I guess, gosh, I mean last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thing, and when, and when you said, I put the recording on the, on the Oasis and I, and I was like, Oh wow, that, 
that it just dawned on me that I just, you know, like we just put it out there yeah. and, and share that with us. And I never, it was me. It's like, but I love the fact that that's what it's going to take. We're going to change the world, bro. We're going to change the world. And that that's lofty, but when a thousand of us all bringing that idiosyncratic, that, that, that huge wall of radiating. Like, yes. Yeah. Just, and then, then you put class two and class 10 and whatever that happens. And then you have a acro yoga meditation group that, you know, does an inspiring thing where people look at that and some 12 year old goes, mom, I'm going to do that. You know, it's, <laughs> that's, that's what, because the other tide is there. I mean, what was the uh, self-reliance that I listened to the philosopher doing on that and going, you know, this is not new territory. He's saying, look, you're society is going to whip you, man. Yes. <laughs> got to stand tall and, and be bold. And that's something that we need. And it may be, goofy and it may seem strange but there's not a there's not a person in the world that can't appreciate a a, a a great mind and a great body and a great energy brought out to the world they may feel small and threatened by it but someone like you is going to take them in and say look it's all right don't fight this find your thing you know yeah. and you with the yoga and you know the Sikh dharma and all that that's just brilliant you know and i love that you keep just keep pushing at it keep questioning at it that's just that's just fantastic and it's good to see that you're continuing to do this keep the you know keep the 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 convos man you're 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 bringing something to it you know be be the be the joe rogan of 2025 or whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do with that that that's just fantastic you know talk to people call them on their bullshit but show them something that maybe they weren't thinking about because you know we all want to get up in the air and fly around but so many people don't right. and that fear is i think that's where it's at they're afraid so we're gonna we're gonna hide behind our phones we're gonna get lost in this little this little drama and pretend that each other aren't there and eventually we're gonna disappear and i don't want to do that so thanks for thanks for bringing it out there and and taking the time today and i, I wish we could spend another hour and uh, i'm hoping we will i if, if this is the last conversation we have that would suck so uh, <laughs> Dude, no, I, will, I will yeah i will look forward to that and uh, anything that, that you need and whatever I can do to support you and what you're doing. There's some skill that I have amassed over the last, you know, 50 some odd years that, that might be helpful or maybe not. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to give my energy to, to something that doesn't vibrate for me anymore. Right. And that's such a brilliant part of this group yeah. that we, we all can, you know, maybe it's just a word or a phrase or, or, you know, a, a smile, but you know, we, we're in, we're in a, in my opinion, we're in rough shape as a, as a, as a culture right now. And the tide will not correct itself by its own, you know, sleeping man will not wake up unless you shake the hell out of them. And that's what I feel. And when somebody said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just, I'm literally going to die trying. I'm going to die trying to make this experience better for the young people that are in my life. And I consider, sorry, but I consider you one of them. So, <laughs> you know, all right, brother. Well, I, love it. I, I, I um, hope to hear from you again soon and let me know, you know, uh, either through text or, you know, whatever you want to be, just let me know what your preferred method is. That's what I'm telling everybody. What's your preferred method? 
uh, if it's text or email or, or whatever, because I just like to stay in touch. I love to write. I love to, you know, to just share some ideas. And please send me some links of what you're, I mean, I'm fascinated, but I'd much rather you say, hey, check out this dude that can do a quadruple flip into the barn door. Or you, you know? don't know what you're in for if you're asking oh, for that. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm ready. I love that stuff. I, oh. I'm ready for that. That's, I believe me, like, you know, I, I, the Jackie Chan and all, all that stuff, you know, that, no, that's, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. in my, that's that's super cool. So and uh, and 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 I want you to I want you to definitely put on some roller skates and do something too. I'd love to see what you could do with that. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to do that. Um, oh no, yeah. go ahead. Oh, because I used to rollerblade. Sorry. But dude, Todd, no, yes. I love that. I love your energy. I love your enthusiasm. I love talking with you. I would love you to do your own podcast, um, your own like talk show because. That'd be it, fun. It, we should do it together. I mean, sure. Steve Chandler and what's his name? They just, they just kind of fell in and did the thing and just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll interview, we'll interview Anthony Smith and, and, and we'll interview, you know, some people from the thing and, you know, that'd be super fun. I mean, yeah, I, I'm like, rather, I'd rather, yeah, I mean, like, there's lots of stuff out there. So. All yeah. right, man. Well, good to talk. And, uh, um, I really appreciate you, Justin. I really do. You're, you're, you're um, a brilliant human being and just keep on keeping on. And whoever, whoever told you, you know, you couldn't, they lied. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a abstract voice. That's all. You know? All right. Good. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm not, I'm not a therapist, but I, I play one on television. So cool. <laughs> good work to you and your team for, uh, for all the work you put in. And I hope you savor well, um, what you've gone through and this little bit of celebration. Oh, so. thanks so much, man. All yeah. right. We'll, okay. we'll take care. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.